0: AM 1170. The answer, San Diego. The Andrea Kay Show is sponsored by Andrea Kay.
2: Welcome
3: to The Andrea Kay Show. She's blonde, 5'2, and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea Kay.
4: Day. Welcome to the Andre and K Show Dynamite and the Dress here. I am just literally busted out. I am exploding in enthusiasm and excitement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't that how the kids do it? They say yeah yeah yeah. Sounding all street here on the Andre and K Show. <laughs> Doing my best. Hey, y'all know I do love my 90s gangsta rap, okay? So, you know, I got a little street in me. Uh, And uh, the streets were quaking across America this week with the shakeups. The ground was shaking and quaking coming out of the Supreme Court. And that was just on the decisions that were made that were big wins on top of primaries that happened this week. It's like three wins, a retirement and a funeral. Because there are a lot of reverberations uh, yet to, uh, to be felt. Um, from the enormity of these Supreme Court wins, not just for the legislation, uh, the decisions themselves and what it means for freedom of speech, freedom of religion, constitutional protections for businesses, for the individual, um, but uh, a restoration of the rule of law and respect for the Constitution, but also what it means for politics. And so we're going to be breaking that down for you tonight, as well as talking about uh, the socialist who defeated the socialist well, pretending not to be a socialist in New York. And what that means for the Democrat Party. We've got, in a little bit, we've got Don Jans, who wrote the book, The Road to Tyranny, and knows a thing or two about all the isms, whether it's socialism, Marxism, or whatever ism they're trying to pretend that they are. We're going to be talking about that with him, talking about this socialist gal in New York City. The Dems today are like, oh my gosh. Had, they just don't know how this little minority gal ended up winning that. Don't, don't these um, uh, identity groups of these minorities understand they're not supposed to actually get any power? At the Democrat Party. They're just supposed to continue to support the Democrat Party. Anyway, uh, like I said, we'll be talking about that. And on top of three huge wins for America with the Supreme Court, uh, Justice Kennedy, who has been a disappointment on quite a few occasions uh, for the Republican Party, but has also handed us a certain measure of success on the court, as he did this week. He has finally announced his retirement. There's been speculation Uh, since uh, President Trump uh, took office, actually since he won, as to how many uh, openings might be on the court. And so joining me to talk about that and um, bottom half of the hour is my buddy Tom Del Beccaro. He's a a historian, former congressional candidate, attorney, who really understands the history of this country, the Constitution, and what all of this means. So he will be here. I'm curious to know what you guys think all this means. When you look at these decisions, first of all, 888-344-1170, that's 888-344-1170 if you would like to call in the show. Uh, You know, do you guys see this as big as I do and a lot of people do? I got to give a thank you, a shout out to the uh, Del Mar Seacoast Republican Women Federated Group. Uh, they are the group that, if you guys listen to my candidate get to know you forum uh, back before the primaries, we were with them that evening, and they had me back today to talk about. Uh, you know, as we're going into the midterms, I think we're like 19 weeks away, and I got to tell you, those ladies at that group, and thank you to them. If any of them are listening, it's always an honor to to speak to you gals, but and gentlemen who are there. Uh, but the excitement in the room was so palpable. People were absolutely thrilled, first and foremost, even if you had any trepidation, if you had any doubts or second guesses over whether or not President Trump should have become president and you never-Trumpers out there, let me tell you, this week alone, if for no other reason than Neil Gorsuch, this should validate a vote for President Trump. We had three enormous wins, the first being a validation of President Trump's constitutional right as the executive to... uh, uh, enforce immigration and lay out immigration that protects this nation and any aliens that are deemed uh, a threat to this nation. We already knew that was constitutional. We already knew that these lower courts that had been weaponized were just trying to legislate from the bench. And it was a little scary that it came down to a 5 4, that we had four justices on the highest court of the land that wanted to look at evidence that, you know, is not really evidence. They wanted to look at campaign speeches. little frightening that was absolutely important to us not just because it transferred the power back to the executive as i've talked about many times the department of justice the fbi the doj they've been working really hard to amass all the power away from the executive and give it to themselves so that they can manipulate the raw the law to use it to push their agenda that was absolutely enormous then we had as uh, alliance defending freedom was on the show last night they won in the supreme court and what was not, uh, not as much about uh, pro-life, although lives were in the balance, but this involved the pro-life pregnancy centers being forced by the state of being targeted by the state of California and having their free speech and religious freedoms infringed upon by forcing them to advertise for abortions. And that's got people thinking today. And then, of course, today uh, we had the ruling come about in which they decided, which was also a free speech issue where you had non-union public sector employees having their pockets picketed, picked, having basically the Democrat party go into their, their wallets, pulling out the ATM card and going to the ATM, which means that since these public sector employees are paid for by the taxpayers, the American taxpayer has been funding and supporting the Democrat party. So you look at these three wins uh, as, uh, as, You know, not just wins for a restoration of the rule of law and the Constitution, everything I already talked about, but we're looking at a funeral here with the Democrat Party. Because this one decision today, and Tom DeBacar is going to help us understand this a little bit more when he's on the show later, but it's got me thinking about, you pull the plug on the money that's going to the Democrat Party, because we all know that it's so much about money. The races that tend, that's why it was extraordinary for President Trump, an outsider, to be able to go in and win, because he's self-funded. Because it costs so much money to win an election in this country. and, And so who tends to have the most money wins? And the American taxpayer, whether we like the Democrat Party or vote Democrat or like their policies, we've been funding them because the taxpayers pay the salaries of these public sector employees, and then they have to, have been required to pay these fees. This has been going on for 40 years. So the Democrat Party took quite a hit today. And then on top of it, They've already taken a hit this week with the fact that all the mobs, what happened to Sarah Sanders, where her family was not just kicked out of a restaurant, but followed and stalked to another restaurant and harassed. And, of course, Maxine Waters calling for mobs to harass people and everything we already talked about. They have been completely exposed for the hate-filled, hypocritical, intolerant bigots that they really are. Then you have the loss in New York City last night and this 10-term Crowley dude, leadership dude who's thinking he's going to be the next speaker of the house if they win in November, he gets ousted by an avout out loud and proud socialist for the Democrat party, and the Democrats are trying to couch it today, "Oh, you know, that's just the fringe, that one seat doesn't mean anything." Oh no, 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 Nancy Pelosi, you have you they we know that they've been pushing a socialist agenda for a really long time. She's just been honest about it. In fact, if Hillary Clinton hadn't done some cheating and hijacked the, uh, the DNC like she did in 2016 and steal the nomination from socialist Sanders, who had a whole lot of followers, more than she did in the Democrat Party, uh, Bernie Sanders, a socialist, would have had the nomination for the Democrat Party. And one of the reasons why Hillary had to hijack the DNC and steal that from him was because they have been trying to keep the truth from the American people as to really what they're about. They're not just anti-American. They're not, quote, liberals. Liberalism is where liberty goes to die. They're not progressive. They're Marxist. That's who President Obama was. And that's why we weren't allowed to ask any questions about President Obama. We weren't allowed to ask anything about his past, what he believed in, who he hung around with what he was all about, millions of dollars were paid to hide all of his records, his education records, and everything else, and you were called a bigot if you asked any questions. And John McCain was one of the people that that wouldn't allow Sarah Palin to ask any questions, and he was one of the people that said, oh, you're you're a bigot if you ask any questions. It's because they were all hiding it. Years ago, I had Brenda J. Elliott on my show. She and Aaron Klein wrote a book called Red Army in which she documented – The deep ties to socialist and communist in this country that were all, all infested in the Democrat Party. In fact, if the Democrats had gotten their way, Obamacare would not have been the, quote, Affordable Care Act with all these exchanges everywhere. They wanted full, they wanted full single payer, complete government socialist control over our health care system. And, in fact, Obamacare was set up to fail because the plan was is that if they inflicted enough pain on, on us with it, that eventually the American people would cry out of mercy and say, okay, enough. Go, now take it to the next step. So we know that they've been socialist. They're trying to hide it because they don't want the American people. They cannot sell their socialism with honesty. They can't sell it with honesty in terms of policy. If you want your doctor, you can keep your doctor. They can't sell it in terms of who they are that they're anti-American and that they want these Marxist policies, they can't be honest about it. they got to cheat and lie and steal. But they've been exposed. So you take the combination of these rulings at the court, and then you look at the the exposure of what's been happening with the mobs and their behavior, as well as uh, this loss and the exposure of this little socialist and what's going on, and there are some people that are spelling doom for the Democrat Party. But I think that we can't be expecting that. I think we can't be too confident about that. Um, because they have been working this a really long time. This has been a long game that they've been playing on us, and it has been death by a thousand cuts, and they are not giving in. And part, uh, and part of the way that they're playing is to get it over on us is to continue to have an open-border society, to, to and they are right now doing everything they can while we've got a GOP that failed to pass any immigration today. We've got a feckless GOP that's too scared, some of which are socialist and big government people themselves and so they're they're allowing this flood to infiltrate and invade us in order to take us over from within we're going to take a break when we come back we're going to pick this conversation up on the other side of the break with don jans he wrote the book the road to tyranny i'm going to ask him does he think that the outing of the democrat party for the socialists that they are and this win there is it a, a one off what's going to you know it, it, with the unions does this spell doom for the democrats or not and i'm curious to know what you guys think 888 1170
3: HelpWantedSanDiego.com salutes the Employee of the Month, the one employee you can't live without. The others, let's just call them Dave. Hey, Dave, you missed yesterday's meeting. You said you'd be there. True, Mr. Employee of the Month, but yesterday was Opposite Day, so when I said I was going, I actually meant I wasn't. Wait, wait, Opposite Day... So everything you said yesterday had the opposite meaning? Right. So, wait, when you told me you didn't have pink eyes, I actually have a raging case of it. And when you said you finished the Q3 reports... Haven't even started them. Oh, well then, that must mean that when you were asking for a raise, you were really asking for a pay cut. Touche, Mr. Employee of the Month. (laughs) Touche. If you don't mind hiring Dave's, go to the National Job Boards. They may be free, but trust us, they'll cost you. But if you want Employees of the Month, go where smart local job seekers find good local jobs. Help1 at SanDiego.com. Local jobs that work.
5: We don't discriminate against
1: people named Dave. Dave is a common name, fun to say, and so we're using it as a catch-all for lackluster employees everywhere. Please don't write us to tell us you were insulted by this ad. That would be a real Dave move, Dave. Policies issued by American General Life Insurance Company, Houston, Texas. Not available in all states. For details, visit AIGdirect.com.
2: Do you have a family? Would you like to help make sure they'll be taken care of if anything were to happen to you? If you answered yes, you probably need life insurance. Now, do you think life insurance is expensive? If you answered yes to that, too, you definitely need to give AIG Direct a call. We could find you a quarter of a million dollar policy for just $14 a month, which means you could save hundreds of dollars a year. Call us now for a free, no obligation quote. 1-800-930-2646. Since 1995, we've helped millions of people find out if they could save up to 70% on their term life insurance. See how affordably we can help you protect your family. Call AIG Direct now for your free quote. 1-800-930-2646. You could save up to 70%. That's 1-800-930-2646. 1-800-930-2646.
6: This is Larry Marino on behalf of Move America Forward with an urgent call to support our troops who are serving overseas who won't be home for 4th of July Independence Day. They've answered our nation's call. Won't you? Send them a message of support. Let them know that they're not forgotten. Care Packs are ready to go right now, full of premium cookies and coffee, Gatorade, personal care items and more. But we can't send any without your help. And sadly, our phones are way too quiet. We know you care about our troops. We're asking you to call right now. Call 855-787-6677. That's 855 7 or give online at am1170theanswer.com. Each $100 donation earns a $20 gift certificate from Richard Walker's Pancake House with two locations in La Jolla and San Diego. Call 855 787 6677, 855 7 Troops, or online at am1170theanswer.com. AM
0: 1170,
6: The
1: Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer.
4: Welcome back to The Andrea K Show, 888 344 1170. Curious uh, if you guys are as excited as I am and as many of us are over these Supreme Court wins and what it means uh, going forward in terms of the balance of power. It seems like there's kind of been a seismic shift back towards the right, back towards uh, making America great again. A restoration of what this country was founded on in the first place, which was a constitution that was not about entitlements. It was not about income redistribution. It It was about individual freedom and individual liberty, not the government controlling every aspect of our lives. Um, I was so excited at the opening of the show that I forgot to welcome the grease, the man who keeps it all rolling here on the Andrea Kay Show. It's DJ Carrot Sticks. Yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. Was that little Beastie Boys you had there?
3: That was Flavor Flavor. We were talking about Flavor Flav.
4: Rap, so. Yeah, I, I, I was glued to that reality show he did where um, the gal from uh, one yeah. of...
6: Yeah, Brigitte Nielsen,
4: Brigitte Nielsen, who just had her fourth baby at 54. But anyway, I digress. Uh, Joining me now to talk about uh, some of this uh, monumental stuff. I really um, curious as to what you guys think. If you see it as a one off, what happened in New York or see it as I do, that the Democrat Party has been exposed. This is not just a fringe element of the Democrat Party. They are socialist, Marxist, communist. And that's what they want to transform America into. And joining me now to discuss this is an expert in these matters, my buddy Don Jans, who wrote the book, The Road to Tyranny. Hi, Don. Welcome back to the show.
7: Hi, Andrea. Thanks. All right. What a week.
4: So, yeah, what a week. I mean, I started the show by saying three wins, a retirement, and a funeral. Um, because some people are all excited, thinking that these wins from the Supreme Court that involved union dues taken away from non-members, that's going to put a hurt on the Democrat Party money-wise. That the Democrat Party is in disarray because this socialist won in New York, and I'm like, well, wait a second. This socialist is—that's really what the party's all about. Yes, she's she didn't she didn't uh, she's not a one-off. They're not a fractured party. That's what the party is all about. Her platform is really um, something that Cory Booker and Kirsten Gillibrand and others within the party have already been talking about. Correct?
7: Yes, absolutely. She is a member. Of the uh, DSA, the Democrats for Sor- uh, Socialist America, that's the same group to which the person from the um, that was in the West, uh, in West Point, and and he got kicked out of West Point. The same the same group that the person who was who um, harassed the uh, Homeland Security Kristen, um, uh, what's her name? Nielsen. Kristen, you know, yeah, Nielsen. I, the same the same party that that girl that harassed her and she works for the for the Department of Justice this is not a fringe element they also support BLM they also support Antifa this is the heart of the Democrat Party,
4: absolutely. They just don't want the American people to know it, and that's why the Democrat Party is upset today. I and mean, if you look at some of her her platform, um, Medicare for all. Well, that's really what they wanted yep. to do initially with Obamacare. They just didn't think they yep. could get it over, so they were trying to do it in steps. The only thing different between her and the establishment part of the Democrat Party is that the Democrat Party themselves has been clever enough, uh, the establishment so far, to try to step it in. You know, it was it Khrushchev who said the American people would never um vote for socialism, but if you you could get it over on us in steps and that's really what um I'm paraphrasing. Um but that's really what the game yes. plan has been um ver- versus her just being completely honest about it. But um they might as well be honest because Bernie Sanders almost got the nomination. Um uh, what was well, second? Yeah. She worked for Bernie. She worked for him. Yeah, the second um one of her platform is one that we've talked about on the show that Cory Booker has been talking about, and they actually, I think, might have they were in the process of trying to get this as a policy in Hawaii already for the state, and that is a universal jobs guarantee.
7: Yes, universal job guarantee, and along with that, also universal income, where she guarantees them all, where she guarantees everybody all their basic benefits.
4: When you add it all together, Medicare for all, universal jobs guarantee universal income, fully funded public schools and universities, paid family leave, housing as a human right. When I got to that part on her platform, I started thinking back uh, to New Orleans. Anybody wants to think about how progressive this party is, they just need to look back and think about all the people that were sitting outside the Superdome after Katrina that had fled to Katrina because they had nowhere else to go and they had been living under this very same plan that the Democrats put in place in New Orleans a long time ago. They didn't uh, do anything for the African-American community except take them off of one plantation and put them in the St. Bernard Projects. And their lives were absolutely miserable. And then the very government who set them up in that system of misery— and the inc- the redistribution of misery were the same people that let them down when the hur- hurricane was on its way and sent them to the Superdome in which they were completely terrorized and destroyed. We've already had this system going on in this country right now. We saw the effect of it after New Orleans.
7: We- we've had this. We've had this system going on in this country, at least at least since um, uh, Wilson, if not before. Uh, Andrea, I'm coming down to La Jolla tomorrow. I'm going to be speaking uh, to the La Jolla Republican Women, and I'm going to be talking about the road to tyranny. And I'm going to be talking about how Marx came out and 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 said that you can't have capitalism because it's greedy, because it it breeds competition, because people are actually paid based on production and not on need, and that really was the birth of what we would call the American welfare system or the American safety net system. That, every, every bit of our welfare system, every bit of our safety net system that even Republicans advocate for right now is all a slippery slope into a full-blown full communist um, uh, type of society. The sad thing is, Andrea, when you get into that, you build this big bureaucratic this big bureaucratic government that has to dictate to everybody how they can live and what they have to think. And now you are in a tyrannical state because that is the very defini- uh, definition of tyranny. And we, the American public, by pe- are supporting people like this absolute hardcore socialist in New York, are advocating for tyranny
4: yeah and she was able to get elected because of young people voting because the left successfully took over our school system as as we've talked about many times and indoctrinated them into um, this system telling them that the American capitalist system is evil and and uh, creates poverty when the reality is is there's no system that's perfect. But the American capitalist system that we have here based upon the Constitution has created in this young country's time uh, the greatest system in, in the history of the world. We have provided the greatest level of living for the greatest number of citizens in any other system in the world. We therefore are able to provide the greatest amount of humanitarian aid of any other country in the world. We're doing all the heavy lifting. We're also the police force everywhere. So the very people that are behind this movement, that, that hate America and everything we stand for, are really just trying to destroy it, destroy the, the greatest system on the face of the earth. And the, and what aggravates me so much is that we've already seen this. History has shown, not just around the world, the failure of these systems, but we've seen it in pockets in our country already and seen the failure of it. That's what the, the low-cost housing projects in New Orleans have done. We've already had these little mini-societies. The, those were communist little systems. We also did. We also have similar yep. systems to this in Chicago did anybody get lifted out of poverty as a result of it all this does is create poverty but you've got this this new york city district that has all these minorities in it this is also a result of the fact that we bring all these poor people here don who can't speak the language have no skills no ability to support themselves they get become dependent on the state and then you know then we have people running for office to say oh gee we have to have all this to help these people
7: and and what does it do? It is it makes them serfs. It makes them si- slaves to the state, but it makes permanent voters for that enslaving party.
4: Yes, and that's and, inc- yeah. And
7: that's exactly what they want. Look at Detroit. Look at Detroit. That they they've been under this system for how long now? At least fifty years. Mm-hmm. And Andrea, we don't have to go that far. You and me, we can stay right in our own state, and we're seeing the 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 socialistic system that is being established here in the state of California. Has driving, is driving up poverty. It's making more and more people uh, dependent upon the state. And what's happening? The, the Marxist Progressive or Democrat Party in the state of California has almost an absolute sure um, odds-on of winning. However, you take away that money from SEIU mm-hmm. and from those um, employee, employee unions, and that's going to have a big effect on what's going to happen.
4: Well, uh, we need to continue to speak out and educate people. You know, our school systems are not educating people. Our universities are churning out uh, little Marxists like we talked about with that West Point dude. Um, It's curious to me, he even made it through his entire education there. He he must have had some other friends that were were covering up for him. Um, But, you know, the Democrat Party is scrambling right now because they're trying to continue to hide this. And the good news in that is they're going to probably pull back. Um, From some of this, because they don't want the American people to see that this is really what they're about. And in the meantime, the Republican Party, we need to support President Trump. He's got a lot of tremendous momentum right now, Uh, you know, going into the midterms. You know, I've got some tremendous listeners and followers here on Facebook, and and I'm seeing a few comments here, Don. they're saying they're calling for a third party. Um, I think at this point, I, I think we're past the point. Really, um, I don't know your thoughts on that. I think right now we need to stick with President Trump. We need to do everything that we can to, to get as many people in Congress behind him in November. If for no other reason, then we've got an opening on the Supreme Court.
7: Well, I, I think I think that um, uh, we have to support uh, President Trump. He is doing more for our uh, based on our Constitution, which will produce freedom and independence for us. Than we've seen done in a long time. However, we do have some absolute. Um, well, I, I'm not going to I'm not going to call them um, supporters of the Democrat Party, but they certainly they certainly do side with them. People like Ryan and like McConnell. Mm-hmm. We have to get rid of that type of leadership in our party, and we have to be very, very, very dead set on electing people who will support the Constitution. Who do truly believe in freedom and independence, like uh, like Donald Trump does, and like he's doing? So we have a job yet to do. We're not over. We're not. We're not home free by any means. We we still have a lot of brush fires of freedom to set, and we in Southern California can go a long ways by the people we elect to the House of Representatives. Mm-hmm. So yes, go out, get out, work, elect conservative people as much as we possibly can.
4: Absolutely. Well, thank you, Don James, for being here. And uh, have a great time tomorrow with the La Jolla Republican Women. Great group of ladies there. And I appreciate you being here.
7: I thank you so much. I look forward to going down there.
4: Yeah. All right. Now stay tuned because Tom DeBacaro is going to be next. He is going to be talking about these SCOTUS decisions and this opening on the court and what's going to happen. Y'all know the left is going to be trying to bork anybody that Trump puts forward. But, you know, they really don't have a whole lot of power. They're going to try to use it though, the left is. Tom DeBacar is going to be next and answer the shaking and quaking out of the Supreme Court.
1: Want more Andrea Kay? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea Kay, spelled
5: K A Y E. If you don't have an estate plan,
8: you're a successful sales pro you're making good money so what's missing Well, we may have the answer. Salem Media is the largest Christian and conservative media company in America. And right now, our award-winning digital, mobile, and broadcast sales marketing team has a rare opportunity for the right person. We're looking for a digital and broadcast sales consultant, an experienced, uncompromising self-starter who understands selling and advertising strategies for digital and broadcast. You'll work with existing clients and develop new business with retailers and ad agencies. The position requires computer literacy, excellent verbal and written communication, a winning attitude, and a desire to achieve a high level of success in a fun and upbeat environment for a company voted as one of the best and brightest to work for in the past three years. If this sounds like the right career move for you, log on to SalemMediaGroup.com. Click on Careers, then choose the San Diego location. SalemMediaGroup.com, Careers San Diego. Salem Media is an equal opportunity employer.
5: Dennis Prager here. Summer is upon us, and many of you are looking to buy or refinance a home. I'm here with a man I have great respect for, Andy Stike of Purpose Funding. Andy, what's going on in the local housing market?
2: So the interest rates are going up. It's no big secret. We're still finding that we're saving people a lot of money by consolidating debt, paying off student loans, pay off high-interest credit cards. We had one person save 950 another 1100 and one client saved over $1,600 a month.
5: So at Purpose Funding, you help people by saving them money?
2: Yes, yeah, that's really our whole purpose. We want to put ourselves in your situation, tell you exactly what we would do if it was us.
5: So AM 1170 listeners, call Purpose Funding now to purchase a new home or refinance. 855-600-7633, 855 600 7633 Purpose Funding 855 600 7633.
9: Gary number 01864104 and number 273299. This report is pre-recorded and sponsored by the Word on Wealth Financial Network. Here's
1: the Word on Wealth, a retirement update from Five Star Wealth Manager, Certified Financial Planner, Marty Schneider, the retirement professor. Greetings, friends, and welcome to this edition of the Word on Wealth. Marty Schneider here. You now, every time the stock market does that bend but don't break kind of thing, the market bears kind of pop up to remind everybody that it is just a matter of time before we have a market correction or give back, just to make sure that your allocation is suitable. It is age appropriate and that you are completely tuned in to the risks that you may or may not be choosing to bear inside of your investment accounts. If you'd like to have that chat with me, come on in for your free retirement consultation with me. I meet with everybody personally here in my Mission Valley office. It is absolutely free of charge. It doesn't cost you a penny. Just come on in. You can also talk about your Social Security benefits as well. Give me a call. Come on in for your free consultation with me. That's it for this edition of The World on Wealth. I'm the retirement professor, Morty Schnatter. I'll be back with you tomorrow on these same Salem Network stations. AM 1170, The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer.
4: Welcome back to The Andrea K Show, 888-344-1170. If you would like to call in and get something off your mind, I'm reading a couple of really great comments here on Facebook Live. Uh, thanks. You guys are all so smart out there. I just appreciate you all so much. Ronald Cutbirth says the Democrat Party is currently a mafia mobster party. They push Marxism, socialism to turn the entire country under control of their mobster gangs. We see it in their corruption of all government agencies, the courts and the FBI. He goes on to talk about Obama and Hillary started ISIS to slaughter Syrian and Russian. Um, never give up your guns. I'm with you there, Ronald. Now with me now to talk about... The shaking and quaking out of SCOTUS is my buddy, uh, still the most eligible bachelor in California, Tom Del Beccaro. Hey, Tom. Welcome back.
7: How are you, love? Well, I, I, must, I must tell you, I do have a girlfriend now.
4: Oh, you do? <laughs> well, until you put a ring on it, I will continue to well, tell people nice you're the eligible you. bachelor, okay? Because the women out there, everybody's waiting to see when Tom's going to finally make it down the aisle. All right.
7: All right, there you go.
4: Okay, uh, so three big wins, a retirement out of the court, and maybe a funeral. Some people are predicting this is the end of the Democrat Party, Tom, particularly after this union decision that came about, and then the socialist who got elected in New York. Um,
7: it is a, it's a massive moment, a constitutional moment. Not Very rarely does the constitutional moment really take center stage. It did certainly when... FDR bullied the Supreme Court, which originally turned down New Deal Number 1. He bullied them for some retirements, packed the court a little bit with new guys, and then got it. That was a big turn. This is a huge turn. The public employee union ruling means immediately 5 million people won't be having to pay dues. And and what happened recently in Michigan when they had the option to opt out, 25% reduction. So this does mean for public employee unions are going to have a lot less money. Keep in mind they spend over $1.5 billion each four-year cycle in politics. They'll be spending less. So this tends to bring more balance when the issue becomes how much do the Democrats get mm-hmm. of your taxpayer dollars because ultimately that's where it comes from.
4: So, uh, yeah, absolutely. So this was uh, the, all the wins this week were um, each one. We had travel ban check, uh, pro-life centers not no longer forced to advertise for abortion check. Uh, then we had unions, uh, uh, non-union members no longer being forced to support candidates in a party that they don't want check. Um, and then we had the retirement. The, uh, b- the People have been wondering who was going to retire. Actually, people have been wondering, you know, if Ruth Bader Ginsburg was going to actually just, um, you know, pass away in her chair. I mean, when is she going to leave? But Kennedy announced his retirement today. Huge. It,
7: it, is, it is significant.
4: I, I, I'm not sure it's as huge as, uh, I, I agree, it's
7: as huge as you're saying. Look, there are four committed social justice justices. And what I mean by that is, is they put so their social justice views above the Constitution, literally. Oh, yeah. There are three three conservatives in, in Alito, Thomas, Enforcing. Now, there, there were two swing votes. Keep in mind that Roberts, some people claim as conservative, was a swing vote and accepted Obamacare in one of the worst written decisions no. in a long time. Yeah. Kennedy was a swing vote. So now it's likely we're going to have four conservatives, one swing vote in Roberts, and I'll just say flat out, flat out, if we had, if it came before them whether to overturn Baldur's Wade, I would bet the farm that uh, that Roberts would vote against that. Yes. You're going to have four conservatives, a swing vote in Roberts, who's slightly right of center, and four committed liberals. That's where we stand today. It's not this this that's going to really make significance in the court. But if Gator uh, Ginsburg left, while the Republicans had a Senate majority and a president that would make a significant difference.
4: And that's one reason why um, I – today when I spoke at a Republican group, I was like, you know what? I don't care if you really dislike the incumbent that's running as a Republican or whether you really don't like the, the Republican who's running to unseat a Democrat. We must get out and, do, and get out the vote and do everything that we can to keep the majority. I am as disappointed with the Republican Party as anybody has been. They have squandered now two years of majority and hiding behind the filibuster because they don't want to have to take a stand. They don't want they don't either either they're weak or they're just as much about big government and centralized power and spending as the left. They just don't want to admit it. They want to hide it. But we must keep the the, the power in Washington because I predict that there's going to be one, if not, maybe even two more. I mean, how long could I mean, Ruth Bader Ginsburg is it, it, Kennedy was 81. She's she's upwards close to 90, isn't she?
7: Yeah, She she is getting up there and no question that holding on in the Senate while Trump is president is essential. This is a good time to bring out the fact that Chuck Schumer is one of the worst minority leaders of all time because he was an idiot. He should have never pushed, forced the nuclear option when it came to Gorsuch because Gorsuch was a straight up trade for Scalia and right. it didn't change anything. But by forcing the issue then... He allowed McCain and he allowed uh, um, the guy from South Carolina. I can't believe I'm drunk.
4: Lindsey Graham. Lindsey
7: Graham, Graham to, to go, OK, fine, if that's where you're going to be, we're going to go nuclear option. If Trump tries to do replace this person before the number, number elections, it's going to be very interesting because there's six Democrats in red states and some of them are down in the polls. And they're going to have a really tough choice. Do they vote to save their jobs and therefore vote for the nominee? Or do they go with Schumer and Pelosi, who could be leading them to the slaughter? It's going to be very interesting to watch.
4: Well, I think he already put out his list of 25 uh, during the primaries, actually. And that was one of the and ways that, that he got— that was
7: brilliant, by the way. Yes, it was. Because be- it, go ahead. Because he got—he can claim, look, I put it out and I got elected. Yes. And this is a good list. And and so there's if they if he puts up a justice who's who's really good and competent, as opposed to, say, Sotomayor, who, who isn't competent. Right. Uh, does it doesn't belong there? Or Kagan, who's not qualified, if he puts out a good jurist, look, you know, here's the truth. There's no rules when it comes to this. Right. We're in the divided era. It's very intense. The Democrats will do everything on Earth. If you watch CNN, they're already saying they're going to overturn Wade, which is wrong. They're going to say anything. And it's going to get even more divisive over the next four years, I guarantee it.
4: Absolutely. Um, there's a, the one name that was not on that list uh, at the time of the primary and was added recently, even before Kennedy's announcement, was a was a woman. The one that um, I think it was Diane Feinstein told her she was too Catholic when she was actually nominated for a lower court. And um, I I, I predict something tells me that he's going to put her forth because it's going to be really hard for the party of women to try to to try to destroy her. And although lately you see the way that they've been abusive of women. Um, But I think that he is going to put somebody forth. He's going to want somebody on the bench uh, going into the October session and of the court. And uh, and he's not going to want to take his chances on the midterm elections. And I think that the Democrats yeah. are going to have to. I think the Democrats are going to be in a position where they're going to have to affirm. They're going to put him through the paces. They're going to try whoever he puts forth. They're going to try to do the litmus test of abortion. Um, but you know, I think in the end, Trump's going to win this, this nomination. I think he's going to. I think he's going to get. Well, his he nominee. will
7: because I think he'll get, he'll get to fifty. I think John McCain won't come to Washington to vote on it, and I think the tie will be broken by Mike Pence.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, so uh final thoughts. We've got two minutes left. Your thoughts on this, uh this socialist. Oh such a shock supposedly. Um, I think it's it might be a shock to the Democrats that she beat this incumbent. You know, they tend to take, you know, their you know, their leadership and their entrenched careers uh you know someone. But her policies you know are straight up are not a shock. I mean that's really what the Democrat Party's all about.
7: Yes, the the left 20% is very far left and controls the party. You know what's amazing about that? That's a congressional district of about 700,000 people. If the vote tally is going to be closer to, to just 40,000. So, yes, it's true the Democrats uh, have this internal fight between very far left and what's left of someone who could remotely be considered moderate. But... Why were there only 40,000, 45,000, 50,000 votes cast in that, in that primary? That tells me the red wave isn't, I'm sorry, the blue wave barely exists. I mean, yeah. this is, it, it, why isn't there more enthusiasm for this kind of thing? I thought that to be very interesting Uh, But the Democrats are setting themselves up. If if their policy is going to be no one gets detained and we should get rid of ICE, they're going to lose a lot of independent voters.
4: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Meanwhile, the motivation— The momentum is behind the Republican Party, because if there was one thing that got the vote out, even for never Trumpers back in 2016, it was the Supreme Court. It was we cannot have Hillary Clinton as the president of the United States putting people on the court. What's that?
7: The whole world would be different. She would have put someone on the court. That would have been a five-four decision that the unions could go forward. Higher taxes, everything. Elections do matter. You're 100 percent right.
4: Yep. Well, you're always right, Tom DeBacaro. That's why I have you on the show. Thank you for being here, my friend. Yes, all right, sweetheart. all right, love. You. All right, uh, now stay tuned because when we come back, have y'all heard about the Congressional Animal House? Yeah. What do you hear about this, DJ Carrot Sticks? And then also, what happened today behind closed doors? Wouldn't we like to know about what happened when Peter Strzok went behind the scenes to have a little powwow with the powers that be? We're going to talk about that when we come back. Andrea Casio coming up.
1: Are you prepared to pay $400,000 for health care and medical expenses in retirement? Total out-of-pocket spending for the average 65-year-old couple in retirement could surpass $400,000 when you factor in Medicare premiums, supplemental insurance premiums, deductibles, and co-pays. Learn how you could prevent this from turning into a financial disaster on Your Money Talks this Saturday at 1 o'clock on AM 1170, The Answer
3: you've probably never heard of real estate tax lien investing but banks hedge funds and savvy financial experts have been investing in them for decades simply put investing in real estate through tax liens is one of the safest and most lucrative investment opportunities in the world today with returns of 18 to 24 percent or more all mandated by the government carnegie academy is offering a free live event in your area from july 11th through the 14th where we'll reveal the investment secrets these institutional investors are using to make billions every year during this free seminar from the world's leader in tax lien education, you'll learn how to get started in real estate investing by acquiring tax liens and deeds, all from the comfort of your home, including learning how to buy and where to find the best deals. Discover how savvy investors are turning tax lien investing into big rewards at this free, all-inclusive seminar. Enrollment is limited, so don't miss out on this once-in-a-lifetime free seminar from Carnegie Academy. To learn more and to reserve your seat today, call 800-555-1212. 800-555-1212. 800-555-1212.
1: United American Mortgage, NMLS number 1942, subject to credit approval. Some restrictions apply.
9: If you're eligible for a VA loan, here's a game changer for you. Larry Elder here. Veteran Sonia Hadley has a VA cash out 100% refi with rates you will not believe. After 30 years in mortgage lending, Sonia knows how to go outside the box to find a program that works for virtually any borrower. And now she's uncovered this exclusive VA benefit. Lower your payments and tap up to 100% of your equity in your home, pay off debts, do improvements, whatever you like. With these rising home values, you now have equity to get the cash you need. Approval is quick and easy with Sonia's in-house underwriting. She'll even come to you. If you don't need cash, Sonia has a VA Streamline Refi, the easiest loan you've ever seen. Call Sonia for game-changing VA loans with up to 100% refinance. Act now before interest rates move up. Call 833-MY-VA-LOAN. 833-MY-VA-LOAN. 833-MY-VA-LOAN.
1: AM 1170, The Answer, San Diego. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer.
4: Welcome back to The Andrea K Show, 888-344-1170. Um, <clears throat> while we've been reveling in the winds of the Supreme Court and laughing at uh, the Democrats and their position that they're in, um, which we're still taking very seriously, Peter Strzok was brought uh, to Congress today behind closed doors. And not put under oath for a Q&A. For the life of me, I cannot understand the reasoning behind this on the part of the Republicans unless they feared that somehow some Republican involvement along the way might be embarrassing if the American people found out. It is not enough for me to hear anybody come out from these hearings and say he was, quote, grilled and that, well, we don't believe he didn't do anything to convince us that he wasn't biased. Okay, well, then what's next? Why was he not put under oath? Why is there still not been any recommendations of charges? Why do we still have anybody arguing whether or not there was bias that affected this investigation? He should have already been indicted. I don't know these exact specific charges because I'm not a prosecutor, but we all know that if it smells like a duck, quacks like a duck, and walks like a duck, it's a duck. I mean, what do you mean that there's no evidence or proof to connect his bias to his actions? We know that the dossier was full of nothing but lies. We know, I mean, what do you have to have, a confession in a confessional? If, if as, as somebody pointed out today really well, that if he had to be removed from the Mueller investigation because of his bias, then that means that his bias affected every aspect of his work and all the investigations he was a part on. They wrapped up the Hillary Clinton investigation on the perfect time so that they could pivot and, quote, stop Trump. And you're going to try to convince us that there was no bias? The Republican Party is in a position here to end this, to end the Mueller investigation, to actually start holding people accountable. In other words, do their job. This just smacked to me just smelled too much of the same old oversight crap that we had with Trey Gowdy and the Benghazi hearings, in which behind the scenes, he was negotiating with Hillary to only have one Benghazi hearing uh, before the midterm so so as it would not affect the election. Is that what's going on here? Are they slow walking this like they did with Hillary? And the Benghazi hearings, in order to get past the midterms and hope that we're going we're gonna to stop paying attention, make us think that they're actually doing some kind of oversight? This is outrageous. They're supposedly saying now that they're going to um, have uh, you know, more hearings and maybe, and they might bring – they've invited Lisa Page to come. It, this is nonsense. Do your job. We have a Trump administration. We, he has control of Congress. There's no excuse right now why people have not been indicted. That's it. Um, Have you all heard of the Congressional Animal House? Have you heard of this one, No. Is that a toga party? Well, they may be planning to have some toga parties. Um, Get this. While the tax plan that was signed into law, which was amazingly advantageous, it's done great good for the American people. There were some Californians that were upset because we couldn't deduct the state and local taxes, right? Which included mortgage tax deductions, right? Well, get this. The Democrats have put forth a a bill that they call no couches for Congress, that these poor, sad, sad sack Congress people, that just when when the first time that they get elected, they're guaranteed a pension for life, they've got health benefits, they've got dining rooms, they've got gyms. I mean, they've got the life of Riley forever. Full pensions, health care for the rest of their lives, right? They work how many weeks a year? They work, they work, um, the average American works more in the first couple months of the year than they do the entire year. They take the entire month of August off. Well, you know what? These poor Sad Sacks feel like now it just costs too much for them to have an apartment in D.C., so they're wanting taxpayer funded dorms. They want, first of all, to be able to deduct their living expenses. Now, the average uh, studio apartment in D.C. only costs $1,600 a month, but they want to be able to deduct $3,300 a month, and they want taxpayers to build them dorms. A Republican, and only uh, Democrats have signed on to this uh, this um, House bill, whatever it is, no couches for Congress, Uh, This Republican Dan Donovan says, I'm here to work, not relive my college days in a taxpayer-funded dorm. Uh, But what he said that was dopey and stupid is, it might be a breeding ground for something bad. I think the entire, (laughs) yeah, right. You think? You think uh, it it might be a breeding ground? The entire D.C. has turned into a swamp. It's been nothing but a breeding ground for fetid Water, if you've ever been to Louisiana, you know, there's some swamps that have no water movement and they're just covered with just skanky, disgusting mold and green and algae. And that's what D.C. has become become Um, uh, $20 trillion in debt, $20 trillion in debt. And these people are trying to get the taxpayers to build them dormitories and pay for their housing. It's absolutely outrageous. Um, Here's the good news, though. Did you guys hear that CNN's ratings? CNN got beat by the Food Network this week, and I'm talking. And I'm not just talking about Food Network. I'm talking about these are not even primetime shows on the Food Network during the week. They're like doing reruns of shows that play like on Saturday. Okay, after we after I've already watched my favorite show, Baked in Vermont, which is on Sunday mornings. That's what that's what the, is beating CNN like reruns of food shows.
5: Julia Child. <laughs>
4: Just the turkey and the chicken. Julia, she would, she, if Julia was around, they wouldn't even have a chance. Um, Also, what I found was interesting that's not gotten a lot of play, it's a little late, but Jerry Seinfeld has come out and said that he didn't think Roseanne should be fired uh, from her show. Um, You know, where were you, Jerry, when she was being completely destroyed by the media? And where is everybody else? Um, You know, that.
6: Why is everyone complaining about Roseanne? (laughs)
4: Was that your Jerry Seinfeld? That was my best Jerry,
6: sorry. <laughs> they call her Roseanne, but really should be Weeds Ann. <laughs> oh,
4: that was better. Now I heard a little bit of Jerry. Um, yeah, I mean, they're the Connors reboot. I think that I think I already talked about the Connors reboot. They're gonna they're gonna reboot the show. Uh, here's how great of a gal she is. She actually had to sign away, uh, reportedly, her legal rights to the show and the franchise that she built so that the people that were under uh, people whose career she launched on that show could continue to work. It ain't going to happen. I predict about a year from now. I said this on turning point. They're going to do like a soap opera after they kill off a popular character, then the ratings dump. and then suddenly that person was found wandering in the desert. They're going to bring Roseanne back in about a year.
2: Zombie Roseanne.
4: Zombie Roseanne. Oh, we didn't talk about your your KFC pickle chicken.
2: It was good. Two thumbs up.
4: Two thumbs up on the pickled chicken. But a thumbs down on a dough nug. No chicken nuggets turned into a doughnut. Andrea
0: Kay Show is sponsored by Andrea Kay.